best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome to Talking Halos. This is Derek C. Apollo. Yes, I'm I'm alive. I, I am. Oh, and Jared Timms and <laughs> Negative Nate. Negative Nate. Did you... Nate, by the way, have you noticed that name is actually stuck with you? Yeah. Online? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yes, I, I see the tweets. I see everything. It's online. I got to see Michael on uh, Michael Rajo. Mon- yeah, shout out Mike. I know he listens to the show. Shout out to Michael. Um, got to see him on Monday, and he brought up the nickname. It was cool. Really, really fun to see him. PA announcer for the Angels. There, it's pretty good. That's cool. That's awesome, man. The I, I PA think announcer cool. for the Angels actually notices it, and then I wonder how much. I, I just happen to wonder. I don't know. Maybe you know Jared more than we do. How much do the Angels actually pay attention to the podcasts like Talking Halos? I've gotten some comments. Oh, you've gotten some comments. I'm not. I won't. I some can't. Good say. or bad or what? I can't say. I can't say much, but I, I get. I get comments. I mean, when you when you if anybody is covering any type of team, like you guys have Rams talk, I'm sure the Rams know who who you are, and you know maybe not listening all the time, but like they hear things, they know things. I mean, players. Same thing with players on on social media. Players see things and and hear things. Like Sam Bachman heard all the negativity last year and deleted all of his social media. That just came out a couple a couple of days ago. Um, Aaron Aaron Cherish down in Double A, um, the uh, the PR guy there. He was he was kind of talking about all that stuff on mm-hmm. and and something. So it's not things don't go unnoticed on social media. As weird as that as weird as that might sound know. to some people, things don't go unnoticed. <laughs> Then maybe we should not have me on the show today because I have feelings. No, I have, that's good. I have feelings. And he can join the dark side. I don't know if it's the dark side or not, but I, I mean, <laughs> I have, I have feelings here. Maybe it's not. Uh, maybe not. Anyways, here's the depressing news. Speaking of negative Nate and feelings and so on and so forth, my man crush, and he is my man crush, even though he's twenty some years younger than me. And I'm not gay, but my man crush, Logan O'Hop, O'Hoppy, torn labrum out four to six months. All joking aside, this hurts. This hurts across the board. A, a big part of the team was hitting 283. Uh, geez, on Pete's was, was catching the team well. Out four to six months, torn labrum. The, what, what words do you even have for this? This one, this one hurts. Can we retract what we said on the previous podcast about the Logan O'Hoppy injury, not knowing that he tore his labrum or anything like that? We did say like the Angels probably wouldn't be hurting too much. I think at the time he was batting 240 yep. with a bunch of home runs and Chad. He was Walt- hitting 283, but yeah. it, it was 247 going into the game before. Yeah. And then he went three hits against the Yankees and it got yeah. all the way up to 283. But yeah, yeah. still, I, I think, I mean, defensively, I don't think the Angels are losing much. I think as from a leadership standpoint behind the plate, I don't think the Angels are losing much. But the fact that you're losing development, you're losing, you know, you're, you're taking a pretty big step back there with with Logan O'Hoppy, who looked extremely promising um, here. And, and by the way, I'm not talking Matt Dice is going to be, you know, doing a lot of the catching. I think uh, I, I think Chad Wallach is a phenomenal, phenomenal backup catcher and should be at the major league level. Uh, I, I mean, I wanted to make the team out of spring. So if it's Stassi and and Wallach there here, hopefully relatively soon, depending on where Stassi is, I, I don't think the Angels lack too much other than, you know, down the road two, three years from now or maybe even next year when when you look at Ohapi and he's maybe a little rusty, you know, he he might need some extra days off because of surgery and, and everything like that. Um, but, yeah, defensively, I'm not horribly, horribly going to be missing Lo, uh, Logan Ohapi. I think that Chad Wallach does a fantastic job. Um, I am worried if Matt Theis does get any more catching opportunities there. So I don't think it's going to be as big of a deal for him off day-wise. Um 
because it's the left shoulder, right? If so, it's not as big of a deal for for him. It's not like it's a hip or a knee or something where it's really going to cost him games behind the dish. Like, yes, it's going to it's going to be tough for him early. It'd be nice. Um, I, I don't want to push him and rush him back, but if he's ready to kind of give him the Anthony Rendon treatment that that happened last year, where it's like, hey, bro, we're gonna let you play the last week of the year just to give you some maybe some reps and. And things into like the postseason, into the postseason, stay positive. Sure, sure. yeah. Uh, the AAA postseason. Uh, hopefully, we make that one. Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. Rocket uh, City, will, Rocket City will probably make the postseason. So yeah, yeah. There you go. That there you go. But it, it'd just be nice to see him get get some time and just if he's ready ish. Like, don't push him to get ready for the last week of the year. But if he's if he's ready, let, let's get him some some reps because um, I do like though that he's going to be in the dugout the rest of the year. Like he's not going to be away from the team. It's not one of those injuries where he's going to be you know away from the team the rest of the year and and not really heard from. So he's still going to develop. Uh, maybe not the way that the Angels had envisioned him developing this year, but he's still going to be able to to sit next to Wallach and and hopefully Stassi here soon and. I don't know if you want him next to Thice, but he'll be he'll be next to Thice at some point too. And I think just more opportunities to sit with pitchers and, and talk, and maybe even sit next to Trout and, and guys like that, and just be like, "Hey, what's it like to go about this? What, what what's your thoughts on this? Um, why did you throw this pitch here? Things like that." And I think that's going to be really big for him. Uh, it, it's really unfortunate that that it that it was season ending. Basically, we we knew this was a strong possibility, but we were just hoping that. You know, it was it was something that could be a, you waited for until the end of the year, but it, unfortunately, it was not. And yeah, this this puts a uh, this puts a big hole in the Angels because it's something that I said earlier in the year. I think the problem the Angels have depth wise is that catcher, and I think we're going to see that right now. So they they do need some help because we do not want to be going to Edgar Carroll at twenty years old. Um, if the Angels are anywhere near this thing. Yeah, just but go there too. Uh, Jared, one, can you explain to any new viewers why on earth you're wearing a Royals shirt on the day the Angels beat the Royals? And I totally didn't even realize that. I'm sorry. Yeah, college, college baseball team here. Sorry. Thank you. Okay. Two, <laughs> just two, um, what does the farm system look like right now? for catching for those again who have, are tuning in for the first time. I know you've talked about it. I mean, that's one of the big things that talking Halo's project itself on is the fact that we do get in deep with you on the farm system, but catching has been pretty weak in the organization in, in the past. It seems to be getting better. The old hoppy trade was a big part of that. Where are the angels now in catching depth? Offensively in AAA, there's not, a Logan O'Hoppy, right? You have Anthony Mulrine, who I think is a spectacular defensive catcher, um, handles the rotation really well. They signed a uh, a ex prospect, I'd say, named Chris Chris O'Kee. Um, he's been down in AAA as well. I, I don't know where that stands. I haven't really seen him catch too much. Uh, but if you're catching, if you if you're signing somebody for depth, you're probably assuming that he's you know competent and has a good um, reputation for catching and and you know handling pitchers really well. You look down in double A, uh, you have Miles Emerson, who I absolutely love. I think he's a fantastic catcher defensively. Again, I don't think he's going to provide much offensively. I don't know if he's a major leaguer, 
but he is one of those guys who you want in your org and you want him around because he handles bullpen. He handles pitchers. He handles everybody really, really well. And he's just a leader uh, in the clubhouse. And, and Nate, you and I saw it down in, uh, down in IE um, last year when we were covering games that that was the Miles Emerson. He's awesome. Really stood out. Is, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. human awesome. being in, in particular too. So, um, and then of course you mentioned it, Edgar Caro, not ready yet. I, I'm like full transparency, like hundred percent. Not ready yet, hundred percent. Like just leave him down there. Don't let him. He, not he. If you want him to be a catcher, and that is where his value comes, you do not bring him up this year unless he shows that he is a very, very good defensive catcher, which he is not. He's a fine defensive catcher. He's not. I wouldn't say he's a good. Defensive Don't even. Catcher. It's not even that nice right now. Well, I think he's a fine. I think he's a fine defensive catcher for a twenty-year-old. He's you know, okay. He's twenty years he's old. He's twenty years old in Double A. Catching guys and Joyce, Victor Madero's a lot of movement. Mason Erla today as well. Uh, it looks, you know, it's going to take some time to get used to use something like that. Again, 20 years old has a bright future ahead of him. Don't push somebody like this. Like let him, the fact that he's catching Ben Joyce, there's not too many guys out there that are out that are going to be out there catching hundred to 102 with a disgusting slider. Um, yeah, you know, every third day, you know, playing catch with him, probably catching bullpens. So I, um, yeah, Edgar Caro's not ready. The bat, the bat would play at the major league level. I'd say that right now. I think that if he played a different position, uh, he you probably talk about calling him up. You know, especially if he's a first baseman, you're probably trying to. You know, he, he might already be up right now. But uh, if you want him to be a valuable catcher, you don't bring him up yet. Um, down in Double A, and, and beyond that, there isn't there isn't too much more. You know, you got a couple interesting kids down in the lower levels, but. Uh, nothing, nothing to speak of quite yet. So honestly, though, I mean, in comparison, two years ago, if I asked you about catching death, you would have been done about five minutes ago. Oh yeah, I mean, I would have. I mean, Anthony so Moran was a top prospect of mine for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's in AAA now, which you know is fantastic and 100 deserves being a top prospect for sure, like a top 30. You know, somebody that you mentioned, but uh, no way is he somebody that would really contribute on a on a daily basis. Like I said, he's fantastic catcher i really i really like him defensively you know a uh, leader in the clubhouse but not not somebody who you rely on on a daily basis same thing goes with chad wall like you're hoping that you know stassi can return and take the bulk you know of of what you're missing or you go out and yeah i don't bulk know of his 180 bag average i mean you that's a defensive position at catcher like I'm, I'm, i just you're missing the bat with oh hoppy that's the thing that's the big thing you miss I had to I had to channel Nate there a little bit by saying that I had to because I'm feeling a little down. I Logan O'Hoppy was uh, again for fancy like for fancy baseball for my big league for two of my leagues as my keeper. I drafted Logan O'Hoppy late, like 2021st round, and that's the guy I've been banking on. Like okay, because I think he actually is legit. When you ask us about. The trade since I, since I have been on for a while, I have no idea if you guys talked about. It. Go back to that trade last year for Brandon Marsh, and so many people were upset about it. And I kept saying that's our catch of the future right there. Did the Angels win that trade? My view, they did. I mean, I think those are getting it's a win win, yeah. But for what they needed, both teams got needed, exactly what they needed. Yeah, and it's a win win. One of the better win win trades you could think of lately. So, I mean, I can be very happy with that. And again, a year ago, I don't think anybody, any one of us were happy about that. They, they didn't want to, they thought Brandon Marsh didn't have a whole big opportunity here, was basically with the big club for what, half a year. And he's doing well there and and Logan was doing well here. So I mean, it's a bummer, but here we go. And then we, today, 
4-3 Angels win coming off last night's debacle. Uh, do we even want to – what do we want to talk about for this, guys? Because, I mean, the Logan thing kind of has me deflated. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. No, 100%. I mean, this has been the theme of the season so far. Nate and I have talked about it a lot. Derek, you'll probably – you know, it, as you're coming on a little bit more and more now, uh, you're going to start hearing a lot from from us on this. This team just needs to work through adversity so much better. You know, they get down and out so quickly. And we've compared them to a high school team. We've compared them to like one of those mentally not there high school teams that just lose it, you know, like a college team, a little league team. That's what it feels like. And, we, you know, we said, we said a lot like this team, Nate, I know you don't agree with it, but this team shouldn't really be where they're at right now. They've played a lot of good games. They've made a lot of mental mistakes that they should not have made. Uh, and, and, you know, I think we kind of saw it a little bit on on the uh, on the Saturday night game, but whatever. You know, you won a series. You won a series. You, know, you take you take the positive away from that. You won a series. You beat bad. You beat a bad team. You you won a series against a bad team, and that's what good teams do is beat bad teams. So you you know you uh, you look forward to the <laughs> Oakland series, and you got to win three out of four there. You know, you keep chugging along, and I think that uh, yeah, but dude, it is. It kills me. It's a definition of insanity. You know, you expect something different every single game right now. It's not even yearly at the moment, Nate. I know you're smiling at this, and it's not yearly at the moment for me. Oh, no, it still is. That's fine. It can be yearly for you. But right now, like game in and game out, like it's going in, it's like expecting something different, expecting something different. And they continue to find a way. If Lately, if it hasn't been, you know, the hitters haven't been hitting well, it's been the bullpen. If the bullpen hasn't been pitching well, you know, it, somebody else has stepped up and, and kept it close, but somebody else will ruin it. You know, the starting pitching has been bad. Every, the other two pieces have been good. You know, the bull, the bullpen blew it, has blown it a couple times. Bullpen hasn't been as bad as I, as, as a lot of people have been pointing out. Yeah. You know, they've blown a couple games in there, but I mean, you look statistically, they haven't been as, they haven't been bad um, across the board. They pitched very, very well on the road trip, you know, suffered a couple tough, off defeats there. You know, I think the, I think the starting pitching and the offense has kind of been the lagging part right now. They can't hit with runners in scoring position. You know, it, it, like I said, it, it, if it hasn't been, it's been one thing missing out of every single game. It feels like that has held them back from a win. Defense. Nate, you got something there. Cause I got a lot. Yeah, oh I'm yeah. I think, I think you and I one. can go, can go hand today on this one, but um yeah. Yeah, they win two out of three. Good, good to see. Otani took advantage of a bad team. Uh, good start on Friday. I think that was huge. It was it was important for him to get deep in the game, and I think he got deep. I think he got deep enough. Uh, I would have liked to see him go eight innings in that start, but you know he he threw a couple couple too many pitches early, and 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 it got out of out of hand pitch count wise for him. But but for him to go to go that deep into the game was huge. Um, good for the bullpen not having to use everyone. Uh, I think that's been a big thing that we've talked about this year and years past. Starting pitching has not gone deep into games, and we've had to use the bullpen. And so, yes, the bullpen has not pitched good. I know Jared will point to some numbers to make it sound like they're pitching better than they are, but they still suck. Um, yeah, Jared, you can point to the to the numbers all you want, but they have not pitched that good. They have. It's not that they haven't pitched. They've pitched well. They haven't been put in the correct situation. Can we agree okay, on that? But, but whose fault is the- that? Whose to, fault is that? You really need to answer this. Yes. Okay, whose fault is it? We've talked uh, answer about it. Before. Answer Here it. we go. Who is it? Who's controlling the bullpen? Who, it, you got to put guys Perry, in the right It's Perry and Phil. 
you know, the two the two brothers. Don't say the bullpen's um, bad though. The bullpen's not hasn't been no, bad no, no. statistically speaking. How about this? How about a compromise on it? How about a compromise on it? I think they've had some good, but I think I don't think they've been clutch. No, and I think and that's where night, I was going to go with is yeah. like that when you need the outs the most is when it feels like that they, they don't get the job done. Um, yeah, you, so you can the, stare numbers in the, the face, man. The you bullpen, can stare numbers in the face. I'm sorry, I'm talking to guys. Offensively, it's hit or miss. It, it just depends on what team wants to show up. Um, good to see Mike Trout get back on the right right side of things. Nice he today. struggled on the on the road trip and and came home and and had some really good abs. Um, Neto with a, with an RBI yesterday and the weirdest at bat I think I've ever seen in my life. Pops up to end the inning. Everyone's thinking, okay, turn the channel. And then all of a sudden, they call a balk out of nowhere. Gets another chance, singles to score a run, which was huge. A lot of weird things in that game. And then today, big for the Angels with Trout, Otani, and Ward hitting tanks to win the series. Uh, I think I'm going to sound like a broken record. Starting pitching needs to go deeper into games. It's been bad. Um, I think Shohei Otani... His numbers last year fooled some people th- to think the Angels starting pitching was better than it was. Um, I I think that his numbers were so good that it made some of the total um, starters numbers look a lot better. And people are like, hey, this rotation's pretty good. And now we're starting to see some things and it's like, hey, maybe Jose Suarez isn't as good as we think he is. Um, maybe Tyler Anderson was a one-year wonder with the Dodgers. Maybe Sandoval does have some things that he still needs to get better with. Detmers, same thing. So um, the starting pitching needs to be better. But the one thing that I think goes along with that is the defense has got to be better. This game is not played on paper. You cannot just put random guys wherever you want. We have learned this with all the money ball that teams continue to run. You cannot just put whoever you want at any position and hope that it works well because they hit against a certain pitcher and it works out really good for your team. Oh, Brandon Jury hits really good against lefties. Dude can't play second base. I don't care. Like that dude should never play second base again. You can point out to the play on Saturday. Ground ball to him. He looks to second on a ball um, in right center, like in short right field. He's looking to second first and then throws back to first and the guy's safe. Like, what are we doing? He's bad on his turns. Urshela's not a first baseman, really. There's a whole bunch of issues when it comes to defense, and uh, I, I think part of it goes to um, the way this team was constructed, thinking, oh, we'll just put a bunch of guys in here. It'll be depth, and we'll just be able to put anyone anywhere, and it'll just work out how we want it to. So, I don't know. I think the defense is the thing that really is not helping the pitching staff. Uh, it goes hand in hand, in my opinion. If the pitching was pitching better, the defense might be a little better. If the if the defense was a little better, the pitching might be a little better. So, I think there goes my rant for the day. I got yeah, get couple, couple things, couple things. The uh, the Bach play, the Bach play, Condors right there. You're welcome for that. Um, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. I figured you'd I figured you'd like that. Of course, we'll call out there. But um, but uh, you look at look at the bullpen, fourteen bet fourteenth best, so middle of the road ERA in baseball, three six zero. You expect that to play a little bit better. Um, the Who leads eighth, the league in meltdown innings. You can look it, look it up. I don't know where. Aaron Loop. Okay, there you go. Move on. I don't know team meltdown innings. That's fine. No, no, no. Oh, Aaron Loop leads it. Is in- that even a stat? Oh yeah, meltdown yeah. innings. Fangraphs. Yep. Yeah. Um, Aaron Loop leads eighth major best, baseball. Eighth best FIP, third best WAR. I know you don't like WAR. I know you don't like FIP. 
but 14th uh, I, I don't mind fit. It's middle of the road ERA pisses me off. Middle of the road ERA there, man. You, you, the bullpen hasn't. It's been for what we coaster. pay our bullpen. You have to be better. Well, and you don't gotta give explain me that, that the money me. doesn't matter. You got to explain. Don't, that don't give me I money agree. I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't pay for a bullpen either. But that's how the bullpen was constructed. But, but so for this bullpen, how much but, you pay yeah. matters. If you pay a lot to be to put to pitch guys, you pay Aaron Loop, you pay Ryan Tabera, you pay. Uh, Carlos Estevez, you pay Matt Moore, you pay all these guys in the bullpen. The bullpen can't be 14th. And you can't tell me that the bullpen was a problem last year and we're going to spend a lot of money this year and all of a sudden the bullpen's fixed and middle of the road is fixed? This bullpen's not fixed. Improvement, improvement. Not really. It's it's an improvement, but it shouldn't be where it is for being the highest paid bullpen in baseball. I don't know if that's correct or not, but it's probably probably freaking close. All right, hold on, hold on. You don't have a closer. You don't. You don't need a closer. You don't have a close. You don't have a closer. You don't have a reliable setup guy. You don't have a guy who you can go seven, eight, nine and go, this is it. This is, we know it's shut down from this point forward. You can talk about numbers and you're right. The numbers are what they are. But when it's come down to it, like a last night, when you needed them to shut them down, they didn't do it. And that's been on a, that's been a repeat throughout the year that happened in the New York series that happened in Boston. That's happening everywhere we go. So you may have two or three days where the bullpen does well, does fine, pads those numbers up real good. And then you have a meltdown when you don't want that meltdown. When you have yesterday where all of a sudden Quijada can't throw a pitch. And by the way, I blame that on Nevin and the team. He just pitched the night before. If you got other guys in the committee, they can go out there and pitch. Put them out there. Why in the world do you put them out there? That I saw that coming from a mile away. The bottom line is this: numbers don't always tell the story. We can't get stuck in in this the numbers. What do you, what does the eye tell you? The eye tells you this. The eye tells you that when it comes down to that hot minute when you need them to shut them down, it's not happening. Does that mean it won't happen? No. But right now, it's not happening. And that's my problem. And that brings me to where I wanted to go the whole time because I haven't had this chance to, to, to do this is where is this baseball team as we enter May now? Because believe it or not, in what, two months, they got to make a decision of what they're going to do. Where are they? It's only two months away and they got to decide, what do you do about Otani? What do you do with the rest of this team? Because as this team is built right now at 11 and 11 and struggling against Kansas City, they're not a contender. And the whole discussion is, does Otani stay? Can we keep Otani? Can you keep Otani? I don't think he's staying at this point. You're, you're a borderline playoff team if you get things right right now. You're a better team than you were last year, but you're a borderline playoff team. That's not good enough. Can someone tell me something about it? What do you, what do you think, Nate? He's he's not coming back. I think we've been saying this for a while that he's not coming back. Uh, the Angels Angels had to be a much better team for him to want to come back. I think even Yankee fans are, are pointing out to the first time he he has taken uh, BP on the field in a long time is in New York. Uh, Yankee fans are losing their mind, thinking Otani's showing off for them, thinking hey he might be going to New York. I'm not going to start that. Uh, I do think the Yankees would make sense with a trade partner wise with the angels right now. Um, the Mets are always going to be in the discussion. I, I think that, and Jerry and I've talked about this a lot. The money is going to be the same 
all around. Everyone's going to offer roughly the same contract. It's going to be very similar to when he came out of Japan, where everyone says, we're giving you the max that you can get. It's the same from everyone, but who can pitch him the best? Who's going to say like, hey, the Angels, why did they win last time? They said, you're going to be able to pitch and hit and they they had a DH, which the National League did not at that time. So that was really the reason they won is because they agreed to let him pitch and hit. Nobody else was willing to do that. Um, now there are 30 teams that have the DH and are going to let him pitch and hit because it's already worked. So I don't like the Angels' chances to, to get him back because there are going to be teams that say, hey, look, you can go back there and that's fine, but you haven't made the playoffs in six years. We've made the playoffs six times in those six years. Or we've made the playoffs three times in the last three years. Whatever whatever pitch they're going to go with, they're going to use something of that nature. Like, oh, not only have we only made the playoffs three of the last six years, but, oh, we've been to the World Series once. You you get us to, like, we add you to this team, we'll, we'll finish that. So I think the Angels are going to be fighting an uphill battle. I think it would make sense to move on and get younger and get better because it's going to be tough. <laughs> Look at that. They're so worked up. You start seeing it. Jared, come on. Any thoughts here? About Otani? Just period where we're at right now. I mean, Otani, it's a lose, lose, lose. You can't trade him. You can't You can't extend him. You can trade him. Well, yes, you can do all of these things. But you realistically, you can't. You trade him, it's a PR nightmare. You extend him. Nate, we've talked about this. We've talked about this a thousand times. You extend him, you don't have a DH down the road. You have an aging trout, an aging Rendon. Uh, Otani, what is he if he's not a pitcher? Otani, what if what is he if he can't DH? If he's only a DH, you're going to pay him fifty million dollars a year to DH. Um, and then yeah, it I don't ah oh, man, there there's no trade package that will make sense for him in July. Regardless, I mean they're going to ask for the there's going there's going to be one for, that makes sense for the Angels. It might not make sense to you because make, you're you're thinking of the the national market that he he creates with Japan and things like that. But the angels are all about winning games. Apparently, you know, I love to use that word. Apparently they are all about winning games. And if you want to win baseball games and there's anything, if you're getting multiple top prospects, it is worth it because you are losing him at the end of the year. So getting a second round pick for him is not worth it. The thing is this, I mean, the thing is, this I, I'm watching the game today, and you can't help but notice all the Japanese product branding all over the stadium now. You can't have, help but notice all those. There is so much that he brings to the table. But on the same token, what do you tell your fans if he leaves at the end of the year and you get nothing for him but, like, a draft pick? What do you tell them? Like, you, the, the only way this they get away with it is if they are a for real contender now this year, by the time July comes around and they are a team that to be reckoned with for the playoffs, the odds of that happening, but just of how they look right now, it's not good. So what do you have to do right now? I'm all, I'm all on the board with, trading them I'm, I'm i'm on board tearing the whole freaking thing down and keeping that young core you got and building from there why because i don't see them reaching a ceiling that they need to reach how they're built right now 
we're seeing that in the first 20 games. Now, is there a chance before someone changes my name to Debbie Derek Downer? Okay. Um, to so with negative Nate, I'm not saying it's a lost cause. I'm just saying, based off what we're seeing right now, off this 11 11 team with a with iffy starting pitching with an uneven lineup and a bullpen, which is good sometimes and sometimes not. If this is how things stay, in my view, for the sake of the franchise, you got to be the unpopular guy and, and just tear it down. But who knows what I'm, I, I'm just my eon perspective. Still going to win today. Yeah. One quick question, though, for all you guys. Jose Suarez starts tomorrow. The Angels play the A's this upcoming week. You're going to see Suarez, Canning, and Sandoval. Um, what does Suarez need to do to keep a job in the rotation? I, I think he's got to go at least five with with three or less. What's your opinion on this? He needs to pitch better than he has. He needs to take a step in the right direction. That, that's – Okay, that that could be three innings and seven runs instead a, of nine runs. So if there's a if there's a if you know what I mean, he needs to pitch well. He can't walk, guys. You can't like that's that's where it lies. He can't can't be a yeah. bad pitcher. I got back to Suarez and when he first came out in 2019, you could see all, all you could you know he was shouldn't have been up then, and I believe to this day the Angels ruined him. Um, he never really had a ceiling as high as some people hope for. I think I remember Jared, tell me if I'm wrong. I think you labeled him the four, a fourth rotation ceiling. Am I wrong? Sounds about right. Four or five. Okay. You know, but a four and a five should be able to get you five and six innings and should be able to be consistent, not spectacular. And right now he's not doing that. So I think you have to, against Oakland, you better give me six innings. They need six innings. They need six innings tomorrow. They do. Nate, quickly, we're running out of time. It would, it would be good to see. Yeah, it would be good. It would be good to see him uh, again. Otani needs to stay strong. Take advantage of another week offense um, when he throws on Thursday. This this team needs to take four. Like we we can't take three or four against a bad team. I know you can be excited about taking two or three against Kansas City, but. Good teams sweep bad teams. That's what it is. So it's got to be at least three out of four, four out of four, definitely. I mean, it's something that really we're shooting for. Uh, it's a four and 18 team. One of those was wins against us. You're right. Jerry, closing thoughts? Nothing. Your demeanor today has been a little off. Got to wonder about this a little bit. All right, guys, follow us on Twitter, Talking Halos. Check out the website. Check out all the Twitter profiles. It's time for us to go. In the meantime, we'll see you Tuesday. Tuesday? Am I right, Thursday. guys? Tuesday. Thursday. Thursday. No Tuesday? Um, maybe. Maybe. We'll see you right here. Mm-hmm.